Blog Talk Radio. Thanks for listening to the 110 Nation Sports Show with Mr. CJ Sports. You are a part of the 110 Nation, so be sure to visit the110nation.com for everything related to the show. Well, alrighty then. You are part of the 110 Nation. I don't want to take that away from anything. Um, every once in a blue moon, I do hit the wrong uh, intro. Um, I even have it labeled um, 2020 at the time, or no, 2021, yeah, when I started using that. So it's been a couple of years we've been using the same one. Um, I don't know how I manage every once in a while to screw that. I was twice that I've done that. But anyway, glad to be back here in the Carolina Sports Plus studio. Excited to recap. The 2023 NFL Draft. We held a show last Wednesday. We did our top ten picks. Yeah. Hey, we were three for three. Start off. That said, it went downhill pretty fast. Uh, for the most part, uh, Mario and myself, I think we got somewhere around seven, eight picks right in the top ten. Um, not to the same teams. Or, or in the same order. Um, but those players still did go in the top ten. But I can only I can only say the top three we actually got right. And then after that, um, things things went downhill pretty quick, especially when the Texans traded, traded up. As a matter of fact, we'd even, we got Willie Anderson right at the third spot, but we had – uh, we had them going to a uh, Willie Anderson going to a different team. We actually had him um, going to um, the Arizona Cardinals, but Texas or the Texans slid in there and took uh, the third pick. We'll get into that. We'll get into what the Carolina Panthers did. We'll get into what the Cleveland Browns did. Um, we'll get into the Aaron Rodgers trade to the Jets. We'll we'll talk about even as recent today as Randall Cobb goes to the New York Jets. Um, a lot of things to jump into um, here on the 110 Nation Sports Show. So looking forward to that. If you guys missed last night, Race Chat Live was here on the uh, 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. I uh, had an opportunity to jump on the show for a little bit. Um, had to talk some Ross Chastain. Um, that is who I picked in the uh, Race Chat 110 Nation Sports Pool. And uh, we have 14 members this year in it, hoping to grow that. We have two groups, Group A, Group B. Broken up into seven and seven, I will tell you right now, I am number one in Group A. I'm so glad to take that top spot. But I jumped on there and uh, chatted up a little bit with uh, those guys over there. Um, and then caught the rest of the show. Rest of the show this morning. If you guys have not liked or subscribed, more more specifically, subscribe to our uh, YouTube channel. Uh, make sure you guys check us out on YouTube, the One Ten Nation Sports Show, um, or the One Ten Nation Sports Radio Network. I can't remember exactly how it is. Um, the the One Ten Nation Sports Radio Network, and give us uh, and subscribe. Um, help us continue to build this channel. Um, there's a lot of money that goes into all these different platforms we're on, um, BTR, Spreaker, um, having these domains, um, having the hosting, everything. Um, this is a way we're hoping to help kind of offset some of these costs. Uh, we're, we're in the works of... Um, I got some somebody working on putting our logo on a cup, and uh, as soon as we get all this worked out, we're going to be having a monthly draw. It's going to come about. Uh, uh, we're going to give out a uh, we're going to give out a, a gift um, to our followers on Facebook. So you got to make sure you like us on Facebook. Um, we're going to have a cup with our logo on. It's a nice cup. Um, we're going to give out raffle tickets, and Mario is going to get more into the raffle. And he also sent us some uh, goodie box. He sent me back with a goodie box when I visited North Carolina, and we're going to give out some of that stuff as well as part of this monthly package um, to our followers. So make sure that you guys follow us or, or like us on Facebook. Uh, but more specifically, uh, subscribe to 
to our YouTube channel. We've got a lot of stuff going on there, a lot of content. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm working on a clip from last night's show. It's working on uploading now. And then I will be doing a couple more clips as well. And I got something. We've got a weekly show that I, I bring out behind the scenes. You guys are going to see what it's like, what we're doing behind the scenes to build, um, make, brand this whole The 110 Nation. It's a really cool series. Um, I went to the ballpark. There's a day uh, day out, the uh, day air ballpark. I'm working on next week. Uh, my schedule changed up a little bit. I think I'm gonna have afternoons free. Um, doing a doing a daily little 10 15 minute show, um, giving you guys an update of all the sports that's gone on throughout the day. It's something I'm working on since I have a little bit extra time during the daytime. So make sure you guys uh, subscribe to that. Help us continue to build that community um, so we can continue to a afford everything. Thing we're doing here, um, but be more specifically, do more upgrades and be able to expand more. Um, I'm going to go ahead and get Mario into the Carolina Sports Plus studio. Mario, first of all, how are you doing tonight? But also let them know where they can find everything, the, the, the store, the website, Facebook, everything, and let's jump into this tonight. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. You can catch our store location, Carolina Sports Plus, at 1318 Highway 401 Business in Rayford, North Carolina. You can catch us online at com and like us on Facebook and Instagram at Carolina Sports Plus. Things been going good. How you been? I've been. Um, <laughs> a lot of things going on, uh, but... You know, this is this is Wednesday night. This is our night. This is our hour to not have to worry about a lot of things. Um, I am looking forward to. I'm only about a month away from returning to North Carolina, so hoping to get to catch up with you once again. Uh, maybe we could do a Ruby Tuesday or something again um, while I'm in town. Um, this is going to be a shorter visit. It's probably going to be a come in on a Friday night, leave on a Sunday morning kind of uh, um, trip this time. But uh, hopefully, we get to catch up. But since we last talked, there was an NFL draft. Um, we didn't do too bad, not as good as I would have liked us to done, but, you know, the Houston Texans kind of screwed that up for uh, for us and kind of surprised mm-hmm. a lot of people. Um, let's, let's, let's talk about a few things here. Um, well, let's jump into well, – let's talk about Houston because that, that's kind of been a – I'm not going to say a hot topic, but it has been a topic. If that was wise for them to give up what they gave up, to move up, to get what I – and I I think even you, but a lot of people felt was actually the best player in the entire draft, and and that was moving up to get Willie Anderson out of Alabama. Um, The only reason he didn't go number one is Houston also needed a quarterback. Um, but more specifically, um, the number one pick going to the Carolina Panthers needed a quarterback. I, I don't think of it. There was a big, uh, such as a, as, as such as a need for a quarterback for them. Willie Anderson probably would have went number one. I think we had that discussion. Um, when it comes to Houston moving up to get the number three pick, you, you got those that criticized them moving up talking about what they gave up and was it wise um, versus it being a smart move. I feel it was a good move. I feel that why why not go all in? And, and I don't feel they necessarily went in, but they, they did. They did kind of go all in. And why not move up? to get what was, one, you got your need. You got C.J. Stroud. You got what was the second, could even be arguably the best quarterback in the draft, depending on what side of the fence you was on. Even being a Ohio State Buckeye fan, I don't know if C.J. Stroud was necessarily the best quarterback, but I also don't feel this was a great class when it came to quarterbacks, period. But you, you got your quarterback need filled. Why not move up and get what was probably the best player in the NFL draft, a player that you needed versus waste your draft picks later down the line on players that, yeah, maybe you needed them, but they weren't that great, and you were kind of just 
taking a taking a gamble on all right in the second round I'm gonna draft this player or third round I'm gonna draft this player. Why not move up, get a player that you needed and what was arguably the best player in the draft, and then not have to worry about okay, twenty twenty four draft. You know, we we got this draft pick and you know we're we're gonna settle for what is the best player available <clears throat> or fill what we need, but is really not that great of a player when in 2023 we got the player we needed and we got the best player in the draft. I like the move. I, I, I feel that that was a show of big kahunas. Um, that was a show of, look, we know what we want. We know what we need. We know what is on the board. Let's get it this year. Let's get it knocked out. Let's not take a chance the next year and there not be that quality um, at that position of what we need. Mario, your thoughts on that? I, I agree with I agree how the heck Texans handled handled that situation. You know, it, it sets the tone as far as the the overall team. You know, you got you got your offensive star, not star, but offensive player that you needed, and. Uh, and on the defensive side, you got you set the tone on defense of somebody that's going to come in and give them their all. So you got your offensive player, you got your defensive player, and as far as a young team, it kind of it kind of helps out, sets the tone, and this is how we're going to build. So I definitely, I definitely like the the move that they did. I agree, I agree with the move. Yeah, I thought it was a great move, and I, I just I kind of scratched my head with those that questioned it. I mean, I understand it was a it was a ballsy move, and it's not something I feel that we've seen lately, where someone jumps up, got the second pick, they 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 do what they got to do to move up, so they have the second and third pick. But why not? Why not get what was arguably mm-hmm. the best player in the entire draft? You took care of your need first. Your 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 bigger need, and like I said, I, I feel that was the only reason that Willie Anderson was not drafted number one, because it was a bigger need for the quarterback position for the Panthers and Texans. Um, but why not? Why not move up? Why waste draft picks? We we see that so commonly, and it's kind of honestly, I, I wish Cleveland would have done something similar. I wish they would have. Either A, draft down, in other words, okay, we're not getting a pick until the third round because <clears throat> we gave up our first and second picks, um, our first and second round picks with the whole Deshaun Watson thing. Why not trade down? And Bill Belichick was really notorious for this. We're, we're going to trade down. We're, we're going we're gonna to trade our third and fourth round picks this year, and then next year now we got an extra second round pick. we got an extra first round pick, whatever the case may be. Or – Okay, we we don't draft to the third round. Let's let's give up a third and fourth round. Let's move up. Let's get somebody of a high caliber. Let's let's get somebody that is actually going to make our roster or, or is going to be a starter versus settling for drafting somebody in the third round, fourth round that may not make the roster. If they do, they may be second string, third string. Maybe we'll only see play time if somebody gets hurt. Um, so. I like that move. I wish Cleveland would have done something. Um, I'm not going to say similar because obviously we're not going to move up all the way to third pick, but would have would have kind of shaken things up, especially giving up the first and second round pick when it came to the whole um, Deshaun Watson deal. Excuse me. been battling kind of a cough and um, cold this week. I've uh, been taking Tylenol flu with the weather in Ohio. Um, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. We'll go from 80 degrees, and I say Ohio because I. And it's, it's funny, and we'll get back to the sports in a second. It's funny because people say, oh, Ohio weather. I lived in North Carolina for 23 years. The weather is really no different. I, I lived in North Carolina. For those listening to the show that live in Ohio um, and talk about, oh, Ohio weather, I lived in North Carolina. I have seen it be 70 degrees, and I've seen it snow in the same day. Um, it's mm-hmm. not just an Ohio thing. It's I'm sure everywhere, but I know that it's. Ohio and a North Carolina thing. So I'm willing to bet it's pretty much every state you can see two or three, if not all four seasons in one day. Um, and and so the other day we were uh, we already planned to grill out. And it was a chilly day, and we timed it in between the rain. 
but we didn't expect a hailstorm to come through. So I'm out there on the grill, and I'm grilling away some barbecue chicken, and all of a sudden these, I would say, are probably marble-sized hail balls come shooting down at me while I'm outside grilling. <clears throat> I was like, God, you couldn't just left it. This is being a cold and somewhat rainy situation. You actually had to throw a hailstorm uh, hail at me as well. Um, but uh, I think I'm paying the consequences of all that. Um, so I'm feeling a little bit better. I know that one of the days I woke up and I could hardly talk. Um, so, but anyway, um, there was another thing I want to jump into before we, we got into more of these picks, and I cannot think of it on top of my head. Um, Bryce Young, really, no surprise. Excuse me. Went to the uh, Carolina Panthers. Um, oh, yeah, that's not Bryce Young that I want to talk about. Um, C.J. Stroud, I am a Ohio State Buckeye fan. So I, I tried to be objective as I possibly can. I've seen Post talking about the bright future. The bright future of the AFC South. Um, I don't feel that... It is that bright when you feature, when, when you, you when you make a post talking about C.J. Stroud with the Houston Texans, you talk about um, Anthony Richardson of the Indianapolis Colts. You talk about Will Levi going to um, oh shoot, what did he go to? Is the other team in the South? Titans. Um, uh, uh, Titans, there you go. And then, of course, Trevor uh, Lawrence of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Honestly, out of all the divisions out there at the quarterback position, to me, that might be the weakest division. Um, I'm not really that impressed with the quarterback situation out of the AFC South. What is your thoughts, Mario, when it comes to the AFC South and the quarterback situation? Well, you can. They're they're definitely they're definitely young, and I feel like that this is that is the weakest division in football. But it's plenty it's plenty of opportunity to grow. So uh, we're about to find out. But there's plenty of young quarterbacks in that division. Plenty of young talent. But uh, as far as right now, I think I think the Houston Texans look good as far as the future wise, just because of who they got. Number two, but to also go along with who they got with number three, and with D'Amico Ryan's being the head coach, you know he's gonna bring his own, his own style, his own personality to the team, and uh, there's there there is bright future in uh, Houston, because Houston been in all the games last year. Don't get them, don't get them mistaken. Like they were just blown, getting blown out every game, and teams were just walking <laughs> over them, you know. So that that. They 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 do definitely got some thump over there, so it's 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 gonna be interesting. How surprised was you when we saw Anthony Richardson me, go number four to the Colts? I, th- I think that caught a lot of people off guard. Yeah, it was it was a surprising it was a surprising pick. I think they couldn't. I think the talent and and being passed upon you know, outweigh the good versus the bad a little bit. You know, his his potential is there, the athletics is there, the arm the arm strength is there, the jumping, the running, everything is there and I just feel like Indianapolis just couldn't pass it up. So they they did what they had to do and they drafted him. Now even though it was the Texans that moved up to the three spot instead of Arizona, we had Willie Anderson right there. The four spot was where things kind of unraveled. Um, you had Will Levi going to um, the Colts. You still had a quarterback going. Um, I yeah. had Paris Johnson, the uh, junior out of Ohio State, the offensive tackle slash guard, um, to help protect the quarterback situation. Um, that's things where where things kind of unraveled and, and things kind of really went south. Like I said, for the most part, I think between six and eight players we had um, go in the top ten. It just got all jumbled up on what team and what order. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not going to I'm not, not going to beat us up too bad on how we did. I wish it would have been a little bit better. I wish the the order would have been a little bit better. But um, 
I, w- I was definitely shocked with the quarterback situation. I honestly, I, I, I would have thought, first of all, if the Colts were going to draft, they would have went in your direction with the Will, Will Levi. Uh, I tell you what, he has been the, the focal point of means, um, especially um, him being upset, not going to round two when he went to the Tennessee Titans, but also his girlfriend and the means with her. And uh, I'd be interested to see if she sticks around. Um, not getting that first round money, so that, that definitely changes life a little bit. Um, I obviously don't know their situation or her situation, but uh, it was definitely a focal point of a lot of means. Um, Seattle Seahawks, we uh, you had Brian Brees of, uh, or I'm sorry, no, we both had Jalen Carter. <laughs> Excuse me, of uh, Georgia defensive tackle going there. Um, they went with Dev, uh, Devin Witherspoon. Um, a great pick, don't get me wrong. We we were both obviously mm-hmm. went the wrong direction with that. Um, that that was a the cornerback from uh, Illinois that I was very high on. I, I don't to this day still don't understand how Ohio State did not have uh, Witherspoon on their uh, on their roster, but. Uh, Definitely a big pickup for the Seattle Seahawks. I like that. Um, I, I'm I'm very uh, very excited to see what he does. As much as I am not, and I don't even know why I'm not. I've never been a big fan. One of Pete Carroll, I guess the whole USC thing, and me being a Buckeye, Ooh. which really really is not an excuse. As I'm more anti SEC or uh, uh, Michigan really than anything, but I, I just never have cared for P. Girl ever since USC days, um, and I've never been a big fan of Richard uh, Richard uh, Sherman and the Legion of Boom. Um, but I am very excited to get the opportunity to see Witherspoon out there in Seattle um, playing for the Seahawks and see how he does. Because I, I don't know, just something about what, I, what I've seen in the highlights of the film um, and, and doing my research about him. I really enjoyed what I got to see out of him. Uh, Paris Johnson, um, I had him, I think, later in the draft. I don't know if you had him at all. And I don't see him on your list. Maybe I didn't have him as well, Paris Johnson. No. Oh, yeah, I had him going to Indianapolis. So that's what I thought was going to help uh, protect the quarterback. Ended up going to the Cardinals down at the uh, sixth spot. Um, Paris Johnson out of Ohio State, that 6'6", 310-pound um, offensive lineman. Tyree Wilson went to the Raiders. You had him going to the Raiders. You had that dead on. You went with the defensive end. I went with an offensive tackle. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. the Raiders um, needed to add some pieces to that defense. Um, I felt that they needed to protect Jimmy Garoppolo better. Um, I, I don't think that Jimmy plays uh, plays enough full seasons or enough games um, that they need to worry about protecting him. You felt defensively that was a good piece um, for the for the Raiders, so that's what the uh, the Raiders went with. Uh, Bijan Robinson went to the Falcons. Neither one of ha- neither one of us yeah. had him at all in our top ten at all. We both went with the defensive end. I went with Luca um, out of uh, Iowa. You had Miles Murphy. Was that a was that a, um, a surprise to you over there? Um, then taking the uh, Bijan Bijan Robinson. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It was. Yes. It was. And the more the more you think about it, the more weapons they got over there in Atlanta. You know, I don't know. I don't know about their about the quarterback situation, but as far as their playmakers, they got. Wide receiver tied in, and now they got a running back. So now they got to figure out what to do at quarterback. But uh, it was a definitely a surprise pick. But uh, he's definitely good. Yeah, I was watching some uh, some highlights, and I, I was kind of actually offended because they they the highlight I did see they compared him to uh, Reggie Bush, which is. Not taking anything away from Robinson, but definitely not a Reggie Bush. Um, yeah. 
kind of early in the pick for a running back. We, we've not seen a lot of that um, with the the league being more of a pass heavy. So we're offensively outside of protecting the quarterback. We're used to seeing the quarterbacks and the wide receivers going early, usually late first to early second round at best. We're starting to see tight ends. We don't see a lot of running backs get an opportunity that early in the draft to uh, to get drafted anymore. So that, that was definitely a, a big pickup one for Atlanta, but a, a great opportunity for Robinson out of uh, Texas. Um, definitely a, a good piece. And then uh, Jalen Carter, what's the Eagles? I tell you what, the yeah. Eagles uh, – they, they 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 did a lot of talking about how a lot of these uh um the eagles had uh, got a lot of these georgia players so uh yeah um yeah, yeah. they <laughs> they also uh traded uh detroit for uh was it swift uh out of detroit who uh, was also a georgia yeah. running back mhm yeah i think i think, Do we think that the, to, to, to me, I think they won. To me, I give them the a, a definitely good grade in the draft because with the players they got, the team camaraderie they got with all the Georgia players, their youth, you know, so that, that's kind of a good thing they got going with Philadelphia. But uh, go ahead. Do you think that the Eagles did enough to get over the hump? Um, yeah. You know, uh, they fell short against the Chiefs. Uh, you yeah. you got a lot of teams that improved in the off season. So you know, it's yeah. not like we can say we're going to reset. And the Eagles are the only team that improved because other teams mm. improved. And yeah. my also other concern, other than the fact that I feel that Jalen Hurts was overpaid, and that's just my personal opinion. Um, $255 million for a quarterback that averages 175 yards a game and barely a touchdown, no, under a touchdown a game, and was sacked, what, 77 times in three seasons or five seasons, however seasons it was. That that's, doesn't impress me enough to be worth the money is worth. You've got that contract. Though. More to my point is you've got that contract. You're not playing for anything. You done, you done won. You done got that guaranteed money, you done got that contract. Um, what the motivation is going to look like going to next season? I, I mean, obviously, he's going to probably want another season, or I'm sorry, another contract. But if not, what, what are you going to be upset about? You got $255 million. If you, you can't live yeah. the rest of your life on $255 million, there's just something completely wrong. <clears throat> and it makes no sense. But. Yeah. Now there's not as much as a motivation because now you 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 pretty much done one. You done got what you felt you deserved. You done locked up at that time was the biggest contract. And of course we're going to talk about the fact that Lamar Jackson was able to up one and uh, he uh, got the the biggest contract. Um, but did the Eagles add enough pieces to be able to get get over the hump? Are they are they do we think that they are Super Bowl, not just Super Bowl bound, but Super Bowl champion capable now? I, in my opinion, as far as Hurts, as far as Hurts, I don't think he's going to let up. What I mean let up is his, his demeanor, his personality, how he portrays himself. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't see him just saying, you know, I, I did it and I'm done. You know, I. Just just from how he just from how he came from Alabama, Oklahoma, the growth that he did as far as learning the quarterback position in the NFL, I th- I don't think he's the type that's just gonna sit there and say I did my job, I got my money, and I'm not willing to improve. I definitely don't see that. But as far as uh, the Eagles' overall team, you know, can they get over the hump? It, it was all about defense in the Super Bowl because they couldn't stop Mahomes from scoring in the second half. They couldn't get him on the ground on third down. They couldn't. They couldn't. They couldn't stop him. They, he only had one possession where he didn't score a touchdown or a field goal in the second half. So they had. They had to stock up on defense. But I don't. I don't think. I don't think he's. He's just gonna let up. 
So I think the Eagles, you know, had to had to step out a little bit and sign and sign their quarterback. You know, I feel like he's a he's a good quarterback for the Eagles. His personality fits Philadelphia. You know, his growth, his learning, and and wanting to get better style of fans in Philadelphia. So I, I think he's he he's worth. You know, they they were gonna have to pay him eventually. So we'll go ahead and get that get that out the way now. So uh, I think I think he, they're gonna be okay. You know, as far as Super Bowl. Could they go back? Yes, they could. Could they win it? Yes, they could. But, you know, any given Sunday, and it's a different season, so we're about to find out in a couple months. (laughs) That we are. Um, The Chicago Bears wrapped up the the top ten. They drafted Darnell Wright, offensive tackle. We both went in that direction. You had Peters Konskowski, or however you pronounce his name. I had Broderick uh, Jones. They went with Darnell Wright. I felt that the uh, Chicago Bears needed to draft a uh, an offensive tackle, that they needed to do something to help protect. Um, I can see his face, quarterback for Ohio State, um, Justin Fields. Um, I, I felt that they needed to do something to help make him be able to stay in the pocket longer, start using his arm, quit running, quit having to put his body, his health, his physicality in danger. Um, so obviously a, a good pickup is that's where we were we were leaning towards anyway. Um, anything in this top ten that stuck out anything that you were surprised about i think uh the quarterback out of um richardson out of uh florida kind of was the biggest surprise to us other than the fact that texans dra- moved up <coughs> excuse me um but anything stick out in this draft um especially the top 10 that surprised you uh the the colts the colts draft the colts draft pick did surprise me there was a lot of good trades there's a lot of movement, but you know that's, that's the NFL. Um, more specifically, let's jump into our teams. The Cleveland Browns, like I said, did not have a uh, first round or a second round pick, um, as they did away with those picks due to the. Uh, um, trade for Deshaun Watson. And my computer just froze up on me. There we go. Um, So we end up in the third round, 74th pick overall. We got it from the Jets. We drafted Cedric Cedric Tillman, a wide receiver out of Tennessee. Um, Wasn't big big on that for the fact that we have some good receivers. We have Amari Cooper. I understand that we are only guaranteed to have him for one more year um, and his contract's up, but I feel if Deshaun Watson's back in Deshaun Watson's form, if Kareem Hunt decides to stay, we got Nick Chubb, you got Peoples-Jones, you got Najuku, you got Des Bryant, not Des Bryant, but Bryant, I can't think of his first name. We got a pretty potent offense, so I don't see it, I don't see Amari Cooper going anywhere. Um, and there's a couple other re- uh, receivers I know I'm missing. And of course, we got a free agency. There's been a lot of talks whether or not we'll get DeAndre Hopkins or not. I'm not big on that whole situation. It, he gets hurt too often. I think what he's wanting is too much to, <clears throat> to kind of fit into the Cleveland atmosphere or at least the Cleveland salary cap. Um, I don't think at the third round there was that big of a need for a wide receiver. Um, He is a big body receiver, and if he's able to um, be a a legitimate threat to help draw some of the double coverage off Amari Cooper, that would be great. I was more concerned for our defense, um, which we did later in the draft go. Um, we got a defensive tackle out of Baylor, um, Siaka Ika, I think that's how you pronounce it. We, uh, um, so we did add in. We also uh, added Isaiah McGuire, out of, the defensive end out of Missouri. 
um, later in the draft. Um, but I, I, that was my focus. I felt that there was too many teams that was able to run on us at will. There, there, there was too many, too many games that I watched that they just ran the ball up the middle, and, and there was really not much we could do. Um, even if they ran off the, the tackles and, or around the ends, we didn't have fast enough uh, linebackers to stop the run. And I, I think that was our, our – our secondary was great. You, you weren't throwing on us and killing us on, on the passing game. You would get some some passes on us. It was a young defense, but you weren't killing us in the air. You you were killing us on the run. Um, that's why it's like I'm a firm believer. You shut down Lamar Jackson's running game. You shut down Baltimore. Lamar Jackson is not going to beat you week in and week out with his arm. He's going to get you a game or two with his arm out of 17 games, but he's not getting you week after week after week. He's going to beat you with his legs. And if you take the run game away from 80, 90% of the time, you're going to beat him. And we'll talk more about Lamar Jackson and them re-signing Lamar Jackson here in a minute. <laughs> so I was kind of upset we didn't focus more on – adding pieces to help um, stop the run game. Um, we also added the offensive uh, tackle out of Ohio State. Big beast of a guy. Um, I, I think he had the second most snaps without allowing a sack. If I remember correctly, it was very high up there on that list. Um, very big offensive tackle. I, I am very excited about having DeWan Jones join. He was our round four, 111th pick. I'm surprised he went that far down. Um, but gives, other than a kind of a kind of a block of a view because he's such a tall, um, <laughs> tall offensive tackle, um, but does give protection for Deshaun Watson. I, I'm hoping that Deshaun Watson comes into this season in quarterback shape. I, I felt that was part of the issue. He, a year and some change out of the mm -hmm. league, was not in shape. So the run game, him running was not there. His mobility was not there. And then, of course, not having the time to throw with the receivers, the timing, the accuracy, and all that was not there. So hopefully coming this season, now you've got another piece of the offensive line that's going to help protect. You come in in quarterback shape. You're more mobile. you got better timing with the receivers. I'm very excited about what we did and that part of the uh, the draft. Like I said, I'm not excited that we drafted a wide receiver early on. I feel we got some talented receivers. We can always add more talent, but I felt that um, the need more was on the defensive side, more so stopping that run. And so I'm kind of disappointed that that was not more of a focal point for the Cleveland Browns. How do you feel that your Carolina Panthers did? I feel like I feel like we got we got the need out the way, you know the the obvious situation in Carolina who's going to be the quarterback, you know. So I think I think they did get that situated, you know, with with Young. Even though he's five ten, you know, he got some good he got some good traits. You know, in today's NFL, you know, shotgun, making holes, making lanes, you know, that can be done. He's the only quarterback in Alabama history to throw for 3,000 yards plus in two straight seasons. So that's kind of that's, that's that's good to think about when it comes to the NFL just because he, where he played at. But uh, as far as the draft, our overall weapons, overall weapons, the offensive weapons is we're depending on two rookies and four free agents, you know, to, to, to revamp our whole offense. You know, from a wide receiver to tight ends and to our running back and our quarterback, you know, everybody's new. The only the only people on the offensive side that's been there is the offensive line, which they built up over the years, the last two years. So the offensive line has definitely has gotten better, but now we got a whole bunch of new weapons with with two rookies and four free agents. You know, we're gonna see we're gonna see what they're gonna do. But I was just looking at their schedule as far as the people who they who they can play. You know, I can I can I can definitely see us depending on how young plays and how the offense goes. You know, seven to nine games. You know, is definitely is definitely an option, especially if we got we got the Texans, the Colts, the Falcons, Saints, 
Bears, Lions, Jaguars, Titans, you know, Seahawks, them are all them are all winnable games, including the Packers without Aaron Rodgers. So if they if they nail if they nail this first round pick in their quarterback, you know, hopefully we can see a big turnaround in just one year. But I'm I'm definitely happy. Just because you can see you can see the future in Carolina. The the weapons are there. You know, they did they did they did their thing as far as drafting, so we're about to see, but overall, I'm going to honestly say I am, I am happy. Happy to see that there is a future in Carolina. You know, there is a hopefully we can win not just two, three years down the road, but there's an opportunity to win now. You know, the last two, mm-hmm. three, four years, you know, there's, there's not an opportunity to win. You know, so the season was already bad just because, you know, the it wasn't there. But with all with all the movement that we did, hopefully it pays off. But overall, I'm happy. Another move that happened over this last week was the New York Jets. The Jets mm-hmm. traded for Aaron Rodgers. Um, got to sell. Uh, got to see part of the uh, the press conference. Uh, Shout it out to um, Joe Namath. Said he wasn't going to wear his number. Had to show respect mm-hmm. for Joe Namath and yeah. this uh, the the Super Bowl three victory. Talking about it's time to uh, <clears throat> bring another Super Bowl back for the Jets. Obviously, he's got the Jets fans very excited. Um, the Jets got Aaron Rodgers the 15th pick and the 170th pick while the Packers got the 13th pick, which it's funny. It's funny to me how that all works out. Like the Green Bay Packers gave up their 15th pick to get the 13th pick. And I know to them it means a lot, but being an outsider and looking at it, like that's, where you went like that's what your stip part of your stipulation of giving up Aaron Rodgers is you wanted to go from being the 15th pick to the 13th pick like what do you think in next year's draft or this year's draft whatever your uh whenever the uh pick went into effect was 13th 15th doesn't show any of the ones I'm not sure if it happened this year or next year um yeah, it had to be this year. So what did you think that moving up two picks really got you? Um, so it's it just funny to me what, 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 what the mentality was, how important it was, if that was even a deal breaker. Well, you know, if they don't – they're not willing to let us move up two spots. We're not going to trade Aaron Rodgers. Like, you know, I, as a Jets – on the Jets side, like, you knew there was bad blood, so, like, did you even try to fight it? Like, we're not giving up our 13th pick. We're going to hold on to that. We want the 13th versus giving up and have to take the 15th pick. But anyway, um, the Packers got the 13th pick, the 42nd pick, the 207th pick, and then in 2024, they get a second-round pick. Um, But Aaron Rodgers, nonetheless, is now in New York Jets. Um, he's actually showing up to practice or whatever you want to call what's going on right now. Um, I, I don't know if they're actually calling it practice at this point. It's, it seems like it's pretty early to be okay. actually practice. Yeah. Okay. Um, has it been seen in public with teammates at different, I think, at the Knicks game and a couple other things? Um, looks like he is actually trying to participate in building a relationship, and it is not an Aaron Rodgers that we have seen because Aaron Rodgers seems like he'd show up very end of everything and pretty much let's play the season. Now it seems like, okay, I'm going to partake in all this. I'm going to be at OTAs. We're we're going to bond and go to basketball games. Like this is – I feel if you would have done this in Green Bay, your situation in Green Bay, Green Bay probably would have been a lot different. But you chose not to have that. You you chose to go into darkness or whatever dark whatever it is, and you chose to uh, what last year, the year before, chose to 
waiting until the very end to decide you're coming back, whether or not you're going to take the Jeopardy job or not. Like that. I don't know. It's a totally different Aaron Rodgers. So I don't blame all this on the Green Bay Packers because I feel a lot of this was Aaron Rodgers, and I think that's why they were ready to move on and go to Jordan Love versus holding on to Aaron Rodgers. Um, in doing so, um, Randall Cobb signed uh, with the uh, New York Jets today. I don't – as great as it is probably for Aaron Rodgers, I don't think that the addition of Randall Cobb changes anything. Uh, first, first and foremost, your thoughts about Aaron Rodgers going to the New York Jets? Uh, Aaron Rodgers, you can tell that he put in uh, some effort in behind this situation by by coming in the OTAs, you know, showing up. Uh, Randall Cobb's situation, I felt like that's more of a, you know, comfortable, you know, Aaron Rodgers and Cobb, they kind of know each other, just that this is split, this is split instincts, you know where Cobb is going to be, what type of routes he's going to run, if he sees this coverage or that coverage. But overall, when I was doing some research, it's kind of crazy. There's four former Packers on the team. You got Cobb, you got Lazard. Then you got the backup quarterback, and then you got an offensive tackle, and then you head up, you, you get uh, the offensive coordinator. So that's really five people, you know, that's been in the Packers building, that's now in the Jets building. So, so that so that part right there is, is uh, familiarity, comfortable. So uh, I think Aaron Rodgers going to show going to show New York, you know. He's Aaron Rodgers. I, I feel like he's going to put up good numbers. I'm not saying MVP numbers. I'm not saying anything like that. But I think he's going to put up good numbers to show who he is. They they have a they have a solid. They really have a great defense, a good defense, good young defense. So that's really going to help out Aaron Rodgers because really he had a defense in Green Bay, but not not the type of. New York Jets defense as far as youth, athleticism, and things like that. On the offensive side, they got got to worry about the running back coming back from his injury. But overall, they added two two wide receivers from the Packers, so that's two of them that's going to be playing. You're only going to hold on to maybe four or five wide receivers. So uh, I think he's going to do good. I think – I think – as far as in his division, we have to see how he's going to fit. But overall, exactly. I think it's a good – yeah. you just going to have to – one thing about now with the AFC now, it's kind of like they're loaded with quarterbacks now. The whole AFC is right. really loaded. NFC, well, NFC they're, they're quarterbacks loaded. Is, They're loaded. And I my one of my reps – that comes in. He is a Buffalo fan. So, and he was in mm-hmm. here this week. So we, we, we got to talk and, you know, he knows I'm a, a Browns fan. Um, not that he is anti Browns. He, he kind of cheers for the Browns, but he, he's a Buffalo fan. And mm-hmm. so we got to talking and we're, we're trying to determine how this possibly changes the AFC East. And, mm-hmm. you know, he feels that every year, Buffalo and the Jets usually split. No matter what, it, it's a split mm-hmm. thing. You don't expect it to be one way or another. It feels that this year it's, it's going to continue to be a split. So there you move forward. How does this change the Jets, the Buffalo outlook, and the rest of the division? I, I, I don't think that Mac Jones gets any better. I and I talked about this in last week's pre-draft show. The downside of drafting an Alabama or an Ohio State quarterback, and anybody really, for the most part, out of the SEC, is you get a quarterback that looks really, really good coming out of the SEC or the Big Ten. But that's because they have five-star recruit offensive line. They have five recruit or five-star recruit receivers. They have the best of the best with the best coach possible at their resources. So yes, it's going to look good. Doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to fare out well. I mean, let's be honest. How many Ohio State Buckeye 
best quarterbacks have turned out to be quarter, great quarterbacks or even good quarterbacks in the NFL. How many Alabama quarterbacks have turned out to be great? Or And that was a whole argument. People are taking offense to the fact that people want to take credit for Jalen Hurts out of Alabama when actually Alabama gave up on him and he went to Oklahoma. And it was kind of a product of Oklahoma is why he ended up where he ended up at. Um, I think Joey Burrow, I, I, I think he's – I'm not going to – I, I want to use the word overrated very loosely. I'm not going to say that mm. I feel that, oh, my God, I can't believe that people say he's good as he is because he's a good quarterback. I think mm. it's kind of been exaggerated a little bit. Um, and, and people make Joey Burrow to be almost a god versus just a really good quarterback. Um, and coming out of LSU – no, I take no claims to him. We didn't use him. He went to LSU. I frown upon anybody that's in a Buckeye fan and say, well, you know, Joey Burrow was a Buckeye. No, he, did, he didn't play. He sat. He was third, second, third string or whatever, and mm-hmm. we went in a different direction. We never used him. He he trans, um, he did the transfer portal thing, got his opportunity at LSU, and he got his opportunity. You know, it, it worked out for him. Um but that's you know that's that's a product of the Big Ten SEC. Usually the quarterbacks look really good in college, but you have the best of the best linemen, receivers, coaches, defense to help you out, everything. Um, and so I, I don't think the whole Mac Jones thing gets any better than what it is now. Um, and then same with Tua. I, I think that it don't get better on top of the cut, concussion after concussion after concussion. Um, mm-hmm. Am I ready to say with the additions, I'm a big fan of Garrett Wilson. I think Garrett Wilson is a great receiver out of Ohio State. I know they have another young, I want to say he was a rookie as well. If not, it was his second season when Garrett Wilson was there. Receiver um, from the Jets, I, I feel that they have in the U.S add a kind of comfort receiver in Randall Cobb. I think that you have a lot of positive things going on for the Jets. Mm-hmm. Do I think that they're better in Buffalo at this point? I'm not ready to say they're better in Buffalo. No. Um, I think that the Jets, you, what you're looking at right now is I think you're looking at the Jets, a really good possibility of making a wild card a run. But you're going to have to, because I, I feel coming out of the AFC North, you're going to have Cincinnati, and I honestly believe Cleveland's going to make a strong run for a wild card position. I don't think that Cleveland is quite ready to win the division, but I think that we can we can do better than the Steelers, and we can do Baltimore, or better than Baltimore. Out of the West, Kansas City's got the division. Uh, we've done seen San Diego. I don't know if it gets any better for San Diego uh, or the LA Chargers. I guess that's who they are now. Um, they have a good team. I just don't think they're quite good enough to win, get enough wins to outdo possibly Cleveland and the Jets. Um, and then the South, mm-hmm. I think you only get one team out of the South. I, I think that <clears throat> the South is going to look the same as it did this year. Whoever wins the South is going to barely be a 500 team. Um, but I, I think that the the Jets have a very good chance of winning a wild card out of it. I'm not ready to say that they can win the division. I, I'm not a 40-year-old Aaron Rodgers and a young Josh Allen and a team that is hungry and is is wanting to finally I, – I, I think we go in this season. I think Buffalo adjusts things and tries to put them in the position to be – I think their focus is Cincinnati. Like, we're, we're going to – we're going to get the pieces that get us over the hump of beating Cincinnati. I think the rest, mm-hmm. of, the, the, rest of the AFC they're good with. I think it's that Cincinnati thing that you you start to take personal that you can't overcome that Cincinnati thing. And and so I think they win that division. They put themselves in a predicament to be able to finally get over that hump with Cincinnati. And I I think that's where the Jets sit at this point. Where do you think or how do you think the Jets fare out this well, this season so far as they sit? 
As they sit right now, you know, as far as the Patriots, the Patriots, I think they still have a lot of issues. You have to see what Bill O'Brien does as far as their offensive coordinator, you know, how they're going to turn things around, how, you know, they, they, they got a quarterback, coach, and offensive coordinator situation going on there. You know, I feel like they don't, they don't have the weapons to do a lot overall. Then you go to Miami. You know, the tour situation is still that's still the main topic in Miami. Can Tua stay healthy? When is he going to get his next concussion? If he gets his next concussion, if he is he going to retire? You know, so they got so they got that thing going on over their head. You know, Buffalo is is Buffalo is Buffalo showing us all they can do? You know, over the last couple of years, they they've been good. You know, they linked on Josh. Josh Allen a lot to make first down, to get that critical fourth down with his legs. You know, Kenny, is he going to have the Cam Newton effect? Is it going to take one good hit to that shoulder and his career is over? You know, how they're going to really protect him? You know, that's that's something that's, that's definitely on people's mind. And then you got to mix it. Then you got to throw in Aaron Rodgers. Well, Aaron Rodgers, you know, he's going to do what Aaron Rodgers does. He's going to get you. He's going to do great in the regular season, but how is he going to do in the postseason? So, could Aaron Rodgers get the Jets there? Yeah, he could. Is Buffalo is Buffalo going to be Buffalo, or or is this a is this a Buffalo that you expect now? Do good things and then in the playoffs, depend on Josh Allen and things don't get nowhere. You know, so it's all about if, if Josh Allen can get a run game. And if Aaron Rodgers can produce with his new team, I think there's a possibility. You know, in that division, I say right now, I would say Buffalo, Patriots last. Is it a coin flip between Miami and the Jets? You know, was last year a fluke with Miami? You know, is is Tua going to stay healthy? So there's a possibility that the Jets could pop up number two in that division. Then you got to think about it. Is is Josh Allen going to be healthy? Did Josh Allen learn his lessons from the last couple of years and taking them big hits? So I think right now the Jets are probably three, four, but you can't take nothing, take nothing away from Miami because Miami got a lot of weapons and all, and all Tua got to do is stay healthy. If Tua stays healthy, then they got a good chance, but it just it's just hard leaning on that quarterback because all it's going to take is one good hit. But right now, I got the Jets three two ish right now in that division. The other thing, and we're getting things wrapped up real quick here in a second, but uh, the other thing that happened this week was because of The Jalen Hurts, I had to think about which quarterback it was, got the uh, contract. The Baltimore Ravens then had to follow suit. Um, Obviously, the guaranteed money wasn't what um, Lamar Jackson was wanting and demanding and the reason to hold out. But I think at that point, he realized what he was going to get and what what he could negotiate. I, I know that the Baltimore Ravens signed Odell, Odell Beckham, and Odell, I think, also kind of helped push Lamar Jackson into signing this. Talking about he's excited about having a chance to play with him and everything else. Um, I don't think it changes much. You still have no. a quarterback that relies on his legs a lot, is not – He's not going to beat you with an arm, not on a regular basis. Out of 17 games, I I, I could be willing to bet, and I'd put this on the on, on sports book. Lamar might beat you two between two and four games out of 17 games with his arm. The rest of the games, if he's going to beat you, it's with his legs, or the defense, or the running game. It's not going to have anything to do with his with his arm. And then. Yeah. 
you add Odell Beckham, who has been injured after injury after injury. Part of the reason why Cleveland didn't have him come back, other than the Baker Mayfield thing. But that's why we didn't pursue him even after we got Deshaun Watson, because of the injuries. That's why the Rams didn't resign him, because of the injuries. Um, that's why the Jets, or I'm sorry, the Giants, boom, was injuries. Um, so you're talking about Lamar Jackson, who we're not going to count on his arm to win majority of your games, who did finish the season injured. You got Odell Beckham, who can't stay healthy. And then he didn't really add anything else. Nothing has really changed for the Baltimore Ravens. I don't see them as a threat to the Cincinnati Bengals or the Cleveland Browns. Um, just like I don't still at this point see the Steelers being a threat to the uh, either one of those teams. Your thoughts on Baltimore re-signing Lamar Jackson? Does it change anything? Um, was you surprised? The Beckham thing? I think the overall, you know, not, not uh, you know, I always try to think positive and positivity, but it's, it's kind of like the same old Ravens, really. You know, even though they got the the offensive coordinator from Georgia, you know, he he plays a more of a of a passing style type of offense. So that's definitely going to be different. You know, they won't be in that that uh, that wishbone formation. I you know that pistol formation a lot. How they how they have been in the last couple of years. So Jackson is going to have to throw, but. I don't really see him making them them big time throws on a ten yard cut or a fifteen yard dig route. You know, as soon as I turn mm-hmm. off the cut, the ball is there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just, you know, all their play, all their big plays are kind of like uh, razzle dazzle. You know what what can Lamar Jackson do? And the wide receivers just kind of like how they've been playing. They just kind of go off the string of things, you know what I mean, off of a broken play. You know, Lamar Jackson goes this way, I go that way. He goes this way, I go that way, you know. So I really want to see what they can do. But as far as uh, uh, offensive run and shoot or shotgun type of offense where I'm I'm leaning on Jackson to throw the ball, I just don't see it. You know, I'm a Jackson fan. I'm glad he got his money. You know, I'm glad he's doing good things like that. But, you know, I, I really want him to make me a believer. He can really sit in that pocket and throw that ball when that 15-yard dig route is there that I know I'm getting the ball as soon as I make my cut. You know what I mean? So it really doesn't change much. I feel like uh, Cincinnati is still on top of that division. And depending on how Watson plays, because all Watson has to do is just get to the form where he was at at Houston Texans, and then Cleveland got a team automatically. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? I felt like, you know, with Watson being out for so long, he was overweight. You know, his his uh, agility wasn't there. You know, a lot of things, a lot of things wasn't there if you're not playing football. But if he reaches that Houston yeah. Texans ability, oh man! So I, I feel like, I honestly, feel like it's really. Cincinnati, Browns, Ravens, then Steelers. I, I still, I still don't, I still don't believe in what they got going on down there in Steelers, as far as their quarterback and their offensive chemistry right down there right now. Before we get things wrapped up, next Wednesday night, right here on the One Ten Nation Sports Show, we have Jay Spearman former NBA expert, blogger, um, guest, was on the show two weeks ago. Um, did a, We did a, a season ending pre- and a preview of the NBA playoffs. He'll be returning to the show. Um, we're going to catch up and talk about what happened round one, where we're at in round two, um, getting ready for the conference championship uh, round. Looking forward to having Jay Spearman back in the studio. Very excited mm-hmm. about that. Mario, let them know where they can find the Carolina Sports Plus, the uh, site, Facebook, and also uh, raffle tickets as we're getting close to the second Friday of the month. Yes, yes, most definitely. First, I want to give a shout-out to Angel Munoz, uh, Carolina Sports Plus sponsor boxer. His next fight is May the 20th. 
in Charlotte. You can catch Carolina Sports Plus at 1318 Highway 401 Business in Rayford, North Carolina. You can catch us online at carolinasportsplus.com. Like us and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Carolina Sports Plus. We also have a Jordan Shoe Raffle. One ticket, $5. Ten tickets for $10. 20 tickets for 15 You can cash app us at Carolina, Carolina 1414 on cash app, and we will DM or message you your, your raffle ticket numbers, and the raffles are... The second Friday of the month, so it's definitely coming up. Thir- the 13th is going to be here in no time, and you have the opportunity for a fresh pair of Jordans. But a uh, great show tonight, and uh, thank you for having me. Glad to have you in the studio. Um, like I said, we're working on putting a package deal together that once a month we're going to be giving out some raffle tickets, giving out a uh, – the 110 Nation Sports uh, Radio Network Cup. Uh, I'm working on the design and then putting a cup together. It's a really nice cup. Um, as a matter of fact, they are doing a event this weekend. That's why it's not done. They have a big event going on uh, at some festival or whatever. So we we put on the design of the we put the design of the cup on hold until they finished what they were doing for this week, getting prepared for it. Um, and then giving away um, a goodie, uh, a prize out of the goodie box that you sent back with us or sent back with me. So looking forward to doing that. So make sure you guys that are listening, go like us on Facebook so you guys have an opportunity to win a pair of shoes and not even have to buy the raffle ticket. We'll take care of you, um, get you a nice quality cup, and um, get a prize. Um Make sure you guys go subscribe to our YouTube page. A lot of work going into it. While I was on the show, I was waiting for it to upload. It started uploading well before the show started, but during the show, um, a clip from last night's show um, got uploaded. I got another one that I'm working on. I'll have it uploading when I go to sleep. It takes forever for it to upload. And then when I wake up in the morning, I'll publish that, and I'll actually I'm trying to get another one that will start uploading before I go to work. Um, i got to get up about 3 o'clock in the morning, so hopefully I can get it together. And so that way, by the time I get off, when I get back to a laptop or the computer, I can get it loaded up and or finished up and put or published. Um, but make sure you guys go check out our YouTube video. A lot of work going into that. Mario out at the Dogwood Festival will be part of our weekly series. Episode two will be out this Saturday. Um, there is only one nation. This is the name of the series. So make sure you guys check that out. But make sure you guys subscribe so you guys can help continue us grow, help fund what we got going on here at the 110 Nation. Um, don't forget, you guys can check out our website, www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com. It has all the videos. It has our blogs. It has our shows. It also has links to all the different platforms we are on. So say you listen, like this morning, I listen to the Race Chat Live, the rest of it on the iHeartRadio app. Um, you can go on to our site. You can click on the actual link that takes you to iHeartRadio, um, or you can just Google or search in the uh, iHeartRadio app, the 110 Nation Sports, and it'll take you to it. But we're on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Podchaser, Pod Addicts, YouTube, iTunes, you name it, pretty much we're there. So make sure you guys check that out. Help us continue to grow. Um, We will be back next Wednesday night right here. Like I said, Jay Spearman will be joining us. Until next time. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.